Hello, everyone. In this research review, we're going to discuss a study that was published in Frontiers in Physiology. It's the name of the journal. Uh, this was published in 2021. And the title of the study is Post-Exercise Warm or Cold Water Immersion uh, to Augment the Cardiometabolic Benefits of Exercise Training. And this is considered a proof of concept trial. So they were kind of looking to see uh, which of these different strategies uh, might influence some of the benefits to exercise that we see. And so this is kind of similar to one of the other uh, studies that we discussed in a research review looking at um, cold water immersion after strength training. And so this is looking at cold water immersion and then also warm water immersion uh, following bouts of cardio or aerobic exercise. Uh, so they used, again, kind of an interesting study design here um, where they had 30 individuals randomized to two of three what they called short-term training interventions. And they did it in kind of a crossover fashion. So a participants participated in at least two or two of the three uh, different conditions or again, training interventions here. So they did 12 sessions over 14 to 16 days uh, in between. And then in, in between those training interventions, they did a four week washout where they kind of reverted back to their normal uh, activity habits. So one of the training interventions that they utilized here uh, was a 60-minute bout of cycling at 70% of their maximum heart rate. So that was kind of the control condition. And then the two other experimental conditions were 30 minutes of cycling at that same intensity, followed by 30 minutes uh, in warm water. So that was about 38 to 40 degrees Celsius. And then the third experimental condition uh, was again, 30 minutes of cycling, same intensity, but this time followed by 30 minutes of cold water immersion. So that was 10 to 12 degrees Celsius. And then before and after these training interventions, everyone did a 20 minute cycle work bout, and then also a VO2 max test and an oral glucose tolerance test. Uh, so they used a, a metabolic cart and some gas analyzers to look at substrate utilization and some of the kind of cardiometabolic responses to exercise. And so what they found after the different training interventions were that the exercise as a control group significantly increased or led to a significant increase in VO2 max. So maximal aerobic capacity, which is kind of what you would expect uh, following, you know, regular consistent aerobic training. Um, the increase they saw was significantly greater than that group or the experimental condition that did 30 minutes of cycling followed by 30 minutes of cold water immersion. But um, the benefits from that control training intervention were not significantly greater than that 30 minutes plus 30 minutes of warm water immersion. So essentially you can get similar types of improvements in VO2 max or maximal aerobic endurance by doing 30 minutes of cycling followed by 30 minutes of warm water immersion, you can get similar benefits by doing that as opposed to just 60 minutes of straight cycling. So for people who may not be big fans of cardio, um, good news for you, you can just do 30 minutes on the bike and then hop in a, a hot tub for 30 minutes and get similar types of improvements in at least your VO2 max. Whereas you cannot do 30 minutes of cycling and then jump in a cold water tub uh, for 30 minutes and expect to get similar types of improvements in VO2 max. Now with some of the other parameters they looked at, they didn't really see any differences um, in postprandial glucose. Uh, there were no differences between treatment interventions in work trial distance and then power output during that 20 minute cycling bout 
uh, or kind of time trial or work trial that they did before and after those training interventions. So it's not like we see drastic differences across the three different interventions. Uh, and to be honest, the fact that there were null findings um, in those experimental conditions, I think is still interesting because again, you can get similar types of improvements in work trial distance and work power uh, just by doing 30 minutes on the bike and 30 minutes in the tub. And that tub could be warm or cold if we're talking about those types of adaptations as opposed to just doing 60 minutes on the bike. So again, a, another interesting study here utilizing some kind of post-activity water exposure, whether it be cold or warm. And in this study, I would say it gives a slight nod to the warm water immersion following that 30 minutes of biking Whereas you can get similar types of improvements in your VO2 max by doing that um, compared to just doing 60 minutes straight on a cycle ergometer. So again, some uh, more interesting findings here when we look at post-exercise strategies in terms of jumping in warm or cold water.